Welcome to Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast, a podcast to help you connect with your highest self that features episodes combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. Please welcome your host, Zandra Haas, a spiritual wellness coach, psychotherapist, and psychic medium in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast this week. This week, we are focusing on a pretty big question, and there might be a few other ones that I bring up in here, but especially when I'm working with folks that are trying to expand their intuition and their psychic abilities. And just so you all know as well, just another little nugget of a definition in there, psychic actually just means being of the soul. Right? Psychic abilities is just this way of connecting in with your soul. So there's there's this idea that when you're trying to open psychic or intuitive abilities, right? Everyone gets the old style of the woman with her hair tied up, right? And this scarf and the crystal ball and this sort of knowing ability that other people don't have. But we're really kind of like modernizing psychic and intuitive in a way. And so just so you know, my roots coming back in are a sense of claiming your psychic or intuitive abilities are just connecting in with your soul essence, this deeper sense of soul or home that maybe you've heard me speak of on the last podcast. I talked about home with a capital H a little bit here. So one of the biggest questions, like I said, when people are starting to connect with their intuition or their psychicness, there's this really, really intense fear that people have around, what if I'm making it up? It is one of the most just feels like prevalent, prevalent, there we go, prevalent, (laughs) prevalent um, questions that, that people have because there's this sense of what if I'm wrong or what if I'm reading something and it's not the right thing? We really don't have permission to mess up in this society or say something, but especially with psychic and intuitive information, there's not this easy way to prove if something is right or wrong. And a lot of us are have a deep fear of looking foolish or looking like we don't know something. The mind gets really tripped up around being able to trust things. And our heart also, if we're really learning how to trust ourselves, part of the psychic and intuitive path, it's less about learning certain abilities than it is actually about trusting yourself. It's a deep, deep journey about trust, to be completely honest with you, because you're just learning how to trust your soul. And most people have not grown up with this deep, deep connection to soul. You can kind of feel it, or there'll be heart kind of feelings where you open and you're like, oh, there's something greater here. Psychic abilities and those pieces are really connected in, like I said, with soul. So when people are learning or they're in one of my programs, right, or we're working one-to-one or whatever, there's this huge piece where people will be doing a reading and they're like, will you tell me if that's right? Or will you tell me if I'm making it up? And I'm like, absolutely. I'm watching what you're saying. I'm looking at what you're saying together and I'll absolutely say something. However, how do you know if you're making something up? That's usually the question that I ask people when they say, I'm afraid I'm going to be making it up. Or I'm afraid that what I'm saying is not going to be true. My question back to them is typically, well, how do you know if you're making something up? And you know, how do you know when you lie? What does it feel like in your body when you lie? Right. And this is maybe a question for you to consider as well, but people typically pause and they're like, well, when I lie, I don't feel good, 
And I'm like, okay, you don't feel good. Say, say more. Is there physical feelings or there thoughts that go with it? Really think into it or imagine right now that you would tell me a lie, right? Maybe you say your name is this when it's really this. Or if we take the example, if I look out right now and I say, the sky is red. For me, when I lie or when I say something that I don't actually believe or connect with, there's a heaviness. I can kind of feel it in my throat or my chest. It's almost like a hand kind of presses on it or it's kind of murky, kind of like a door shut. There's not like this open feeling. It doesn't feel very clear. Usually when we're honest and we're open, it kind of flows. There's like a lightness. There's a transparency. We don't have to work so hard to be able to just speak to what we're really feeling. There's a flow, almost like a river, right? When most people are lying, there's a heaviness or a rock feeling. So if I look out the window, right, and I say the sky is red, there's, again, there's that heaviness. I can even feel it in my voice, right, or my heart kind of space. Now, if I look out the window and I say, the sky is kind of like a blue-gray today, my forehead feels really open, Like my forehead, there's just this kind of clear, my voice feels very clear. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not circling back and questioning myself. There's an ease. There's a flow. The same principle is what we use when someone's connecting in with psychic or intuitive information. And I always tell people, talk it out. If they're trying to do a reading, like part of the programs that I teach, we start looking at people's energy fields or different auric fields with their permission. And so if someone's reading a layer of someone's aura and they're like, "Mm, I think the aura is kind of blue. If you talk out loud and you say someone's auric field color is blue and you're lying, you're going to feel it. You're going to go, no, I think it's actually a light purple. And then all of a sudden there'll be this ease or there'll be this flow or there'll be this opening. And you're like, yeah. That's actually it. That's totally it. It wasn't blue. I was thinking it was blue, but it was kind of, it took a little while for me to see it. So it's really cool. When you start actually reading, you know when something's not actually aligned, when you're not reading correctly, because the body responds to it. The body, and a lot of people are like, well, how do I trust my body knows the truth about something? You can really try to lie to yourself in this life, but most people are super aware when they're lying. You know, a lot of us sometimes will stretch the truth, right? If you're like, oh my God, I hit like a million stoplights on the way to work. And it's like, yes, you totally hit the 10, right? But it feels like a million. Like sometimes we'll exaggerate in that sort of way. And so it feels true, right? But there can be this like, yeah, kind of, I think there's like a specific word, right? When you're kind of like pulling at the truth or kind of making it your own in some way, but we can feel that in our space. Most people are pretty aware when they're lying, right? So when you're doing readings and there's this fear around like, well, I don't know if I can trust myself or like, I don't know if I'm going to make it up or like, what if it's not real at all? A lot of that is the fear and mistrust from your ego about trusting your body, about trusting yourself because psychic information, your body responds to it. When you do a reading, right? So a lot of people think that when you do a psychic reading, you lose a lot of energy. And sometimes that can be like that to start with. But a lot of times it feels like you get a healing. A lot of times it feels like when you are doing a psychic reading or an intuitive reading for people, when you actually see something and you're in your heart space and you're deeply connected in and you tell the truth, there's this healing energy that comes in. It's almost like you're rewarded in a way. It's a really cool feeling. You feel kind of bright. You feel kind of light. You feel kind of open, almost like um, when you take like a really warm, awesome shower and you're like, oh, I just feel lighter. Like I feel good. 
You know, there's a really cool way that you learn how to circulate your energy differently when you're doing readings. And you do that by learning about different chakra centers and things like that. And so a lot of people are afraid about trusting themselves. They're afraid about trusting the body. And so that can be a really, really big question around like, what if I'm making it up? Or what if I can't trust myself? Or what if I'm lying? There's this like deep fear, almost like in the collective unconscious, like in a way that we can't, like we not only can't trust ourselves, but there's this fear of our own bodies, like being against us in a way. Like I'm afraid that my body will give me the wrong information as if our bodies and our hearts and our souls and our minds aren't all trying to work together. You know, typically your body is responding to a thought pattern in a way. And in psychology, that's why they have all these different modalities. Like if you can change your thoughts, your body starts responding differently, right? So it's like, if you start telling yourself, I can trust myself, I can do that. Your body starts emanating that truth in itself and they start working together. If you're saying, I can't trust myself, right? Or my body's against me. It kind of creates that type of connection. It creates that mistrust. Your body responds to that message, right? Like I was reading in a book the other day. It's a little bit more of a metaphysical, mystical book, but it was like, if you constantly are saying to yourself, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. You are telling your body to always be having a stress response, right? And like, how does that even connect with your body secreting certain hormones, right? Or like your adrenals, right? That are working with stress and things like that. If you're constantly telling your body there's not enough time, it is always on alert. Like it is always thinking that it needs to go, 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 go. And like, what does that look like in the long term? If you constantly feel like there isn't enough time and you're affirming that you're always behind to your body, don't you think that's pushing it in a way where you're right, there is never going to be enough time. And your body's literally saying there's never going to be enough time. We need to be at this level all the time. And like, what happens, right? Does that cause dis-ease, that thinking pattern? We, you know, there's some science to back some of this stuff up, but My curiosity is that the more that you are able to understand what these ache points are or these sticky points are, they really impact your psychic abilities. Um, I think another bullet that I hear come up from people, it's not only what if I'm making it up, but a lot of people have this sense of like not being special enough. There's this kind of sense that psychic intuitive abilities because people around you maybe aren't using them in this outward way that like only special people have them kind of like this like gifted kids sort of program in a way and I am of the mind that most people actually have intuitive psychic abilities but no one actually labels them those things and sometimes science you know sort of western perspective at least being in the u.s on science is that you know if science can't prove it it's not real and i always wonder i'm like well but whose science is this though like aren't you who's paying for this like research project <laughs> like who's behind this funding like whose bodies are being tested for these things you know i'm not against science in any way obviously being having a background in psychology and psychotherapy there's a lot to be said about how to help people and how people's minds work and and studies and things like that but i'm also like have there been adequate studies about where and how the brain lights up when it is tapping into intuitive information right when we're checking in when we're using those abilities what parts of the brain light up 
right? And how does intuition really, really connect with the heart and trusting yourself? You know, I, I, I'm, I question a lot of the time whether or not a lot of the systems in society are really set up for us to advance in that way. I really question whether there's a lot of systems that have been set up that says, hey, we really trust your intuitive inner information. Like, can you imagine, right, if you picture this for a second, if you imagined growing up and your parents provided a safe space for you to explore your own inner knowing. You know, if a parent looked at you and said, huh, you know, what does your belly say about that? Does it feel like a yes? Does it feel like a no? Is there anything that you feel about this here? We kind of helped kids drop into their feeling center and help them kind of navigate those things better. You know, intuition sometimes is really, really connected with emotions and psychic abilities a lot of times have a little bit more neutrality, but all they're doing is really connecting in with a higher sense of truth with neutrality. In a way, it's connecting in with the soulfulness that's within us and around us in terms of information, in terms of knowing. And so I just wonder like if there was a system like that. I think some different alternative schools try to do that, but what would it be like if our parents really considered us to be intuitive knowing beings at a very early age, not meaning we don't need guidance, not meaning that we don't um, need to be have boundaries or told what to do, right? Or be disappointed or, or need parental, <laughs> you know, punishment or whatever you want to call it. But I wonder what it would be like to really see each child as an intuitive, aware soul and being, and to bring that being in from a place of, huh, like, I wonder how to support this inner knowing. Like, if you had been brought up in a system that really supported your inner knowing and helped you look at it and decide what was real or not, like, what would your level of trust be with yourself? Like, imagine that. I think all of us would trust ourselves at immense levels because we would have that connection, right? We would be able to have this example that I gave around like, how do I know if I'm making it up? It's like, well, I know when I'm making things up, this is what happens in my body. And when I'm not making things up, this happens. So you wouldn't even have that question. You would already have that relationship with yourself. But unfortunately, uh, there's not a lot of systems set up to, to allow us to go inward in that way. There's a lot of pizzazz outside of us. And I'm big on connecting with nature and connecting with different people and systems. But I'm really curious to see how as more and more people are putting effort on soul work and shadow work and healing and releasing things, what different ways we can choose to parent kids at younger ages. Um, I work with a lot of psychic kids in my psychotherapy practice and it's such medicine. You know, I work with a range of folks from like, oh man, like 12 to like 65. So lots of, lots of empathic, psychic, intuitive kids, um, and beings and, and older adults and elders and things like that. But the kids coming in that have parents that are so willing to listen to different ideas or be open, I'm just watching these kids flourish. I'm just watching these kids have these uh, resources that I've never seen kids come in with, right? I think it was uh, a couple years ago, I was working with a, a teenager and she was like 15 and we were talking about energy work and teaching her energy healing work. And, 
she was like, you know, like there's this thing that I do. And, you know, she had a really amazing mom that really supported her ability to see different beings or ghosts growing up, which was kind of scary. And so she was like, you know, I do this thing where I really take deep breaths into my heart space and I can feel this inner glow and I don't feel alone anymore. And so when I get scared or I feel like I'm not centered, I just sort of breathe into that in a way. And I don't think a parent taught this child this, but the parent's ability to hold space for this child, having an alternative experience, right? Or being able to see different things also allowed this child to tap into their own creativity without shutting it down. They allowed this child to resource themselves or be curious or to have that inner resource. And I was like, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. You're creating a deep soul connection, a home, a trust, a gratitude in yourself, and you're going to use that for the rest of your life right? Whenever you need that resource to come home to yourself in a way. So I'm rambling a little bit here, but if you've had the question as you're going on your spiritual path, right? Or you're trying to open up your abilities or you're, you're seeing things and there's this sense of, am I making it up? Really check in with yourself, learn, take this example, right? Tell yourself a lie and notice what happens when you tell yourself a lie. And when you tell yourself a truth, it's the same experience when you're starting to tap into spiritual energy or you're starting to kind of feel through the ethers and trust yourself or have a deep connection with a guide. You know, someone's like, well, how do I know if it's a guide? And I'm like, well, typically a guide is going to make you feel like you're getting a hug. There's going to be something in your heart. If it's not right, it's going to feel heavy right? And if it's heavy there, we feel into it and we say, okay, does it feel like it's a lie? Is there fear here? And that's all great information, right? It's okay to notice where fear is in the space because if you can notice where fear is, you can heal it. And most of the fear is the core of not trusting ourselves, right? So if it's, I don't know how to trust myself, I don't know how to trust my body, there's usually a fear picture underneath, something that happened to us, right? And it's our job to decide radically is it time to let this go? Is me orbiting around this pain in my space of not trusting myself, is it really time to actually put that to rest? And it's possible to do that as well. It just starts with you having that awareness because with awareness, we can heal anything. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast this week. If you have any curiosity around the work that I do, you're welcome to visit my website at soulessencewellnesscenter.com. There are lots of blogs and resources. You can get on my email list. I send out a lot of free things. I also have a really, really amazing quiz that I created um, called Are You Psychic? And what that is, or I think it's, are you psychic? Do you have psychic abilities? Something along those lines. But essentially, it helps you look at different examples, how you would react in them, how you process things to kind of help you understand where you fall, what I what I call on the psychic spectrum. I've talked about this in the empath series. So feel free. It's a free quiz. You don't even have to give me your email. I want you to have resources and information. So feel free to take that as well. It's also on my website. Have such an amazing day, and as always, sending so, so much love. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast. Make sure to visit Zandra's website, soulessencewellnesscenter.com, to find more resources about how to transform your life. Zandra is available for private coaching, energy healings, psychic readings, and much more.